Welcome to the Injury Report with Dr. Fisher. I'm your host, Ben Steele. With us, as always, is Dr. Fisher. Dr. Fisher, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing great, Ben. Good, good. Well, hey, uh, a lot, of, a lot to unpackage today. We got, we got a lot of different things going on. Um, injuries that uh, that affect the the rest of the season. Some injuries that affect uh, affect more long term, looking even at next season and years to come. So, uh, just wanna just wanna kind of get some some insight from you of what you want to touch base on before we jump into it. Yeah, so I think the big question is, is Trubisky hurt or is he just playing terrible, um, right? Uh, that, that's a good question. The, the next one is Tua, right? We updated uh, about Tua right after he had gotten hurt uh, and uh, we pinpointed that. So we'll kind of explain. Uh, also, how does that affect his draft status moving forward? And then we've had a bunch of injuries at the wide receiver position and kind of how that affects um, you know, other people and going into playoffs and maybe who you might want to pick up that type of thing. But as always, uh, definitely, uh, look to follow us on Twitter at fishnet group. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll jump right into the first segment with, uh, with the quarterback position. You just mentioned him, Mitch Trubisky. He, uh, he doesn't play the final drive for the bears, uh, last night, you know, was this, uh, they kind of put it under, the the injury statement but is this more of a true injury or is this him just you know them saying that from a PR perspective because he's just not cut out to what they thought he would be well I think it's both um it definitely was a legit injury uh the question is how legit of the injury is it I I think is is the question uh based on the video it looked like a hip pointer um and things which just to remind everybody that's just a bruise uh right on the where the bone all these muscles attached to the bone the femur uh right there and uh and things so based on that his return is going to be uh, based on his symptoms uh he was seen uh hobbling up and down the tunnel talking with family he met with the media uh, and he was still kind of just limping around so i would say that it was it had some merit to it and, and the other question is why are you benching a quarterback with one drive to go you're, you're not going to be able to win the game i mean maybe you are if you punch one in you get the onside kick and then you go punch another one in you win the game but the likelihood of that happening is about zero so uh, that's that. I mean, I think the other interesting part is, uh, you know, the, the different teams that are looking to orchestrate a trade with Chicago for with with a quarterback in play. And and I think there's there's been rumors and rumblings. And I've heard the one of Cam Newton going there forever in a day. So, um, you know, so and I think there's other quarterbacks that are that are also in question. So uh, the question is, how, how long is Chicago going to play him? And that has nothing to do with this hip pointer. In terms of the hip pointer, he should be back this week. I mean, it's a hip pointer. He's a quarterback. They're going to, you know, he doesn't take a lot of hits to begin with. Um, you know, they'll, they'll put a localized anesthetic in there if they have to, uh, to get him to play. Yeah, so um, a, a lot of different moving pieces there. Um, interesting that you say he could be back, yet they, they take him out for that final drive. Um, you know, I, I think these these rumors about other quarterbacks potentially being traded there, like a Cam Newton or even uh, uh, Jameis Winston, um, really really adds to this mystery. But speaking of Jameis, uh, he went out yesterday with an ankle injury. Uh, what are your thoughts there? 
Yeah, he claims that he's fine uh, after entering his ankle uh, toward the end of the game. Uh, he did go back in, right? That doesn't always mean that he's going to be okay to go back. The question is, how much does it swell uh, over the week? Um, but it's a light sprain is, is what I'd say. Uh, I'd look for him to be potentially less mobile than normal uh, if he does play next week uh, and, and things. But but I don't think it's anything that's going to hold him out too terribly long unless there's a setback during the week. So as long as there's no setbacks during the week, he should be fine um, and things. And uh, as we're kind of talking about uh, foots and ankles, I, I definitely do want to give a shout out to uh, to Mrs. Stryker. And uh, I want her to get better soon, you know, with uh, her little injury she's got going on. So, uh, so we do want to give her a shout out because because her and her husband are, are, are devout followers so uh but yeah in terms of james winston i i think that he's um he should be fine unless there's a setback during the week all right and yes uh quick recovery for uh for mrs striker and shout out striker as always um wild bill as well uh let's uh let's move on so we we don't normally talk about about college uh college injuries um one i do want to bring up because it's not necessarily affecting a college injury anymore this this person's not a college athlete anymore um but tuatunga vailoa uh goes down in the game uh with a hip issue um something that was seen with bo jackson that kind of ended his career um so you know more so what does tua's nfl career look like with this injury now yeah, so let's just back up and before we get to that, we'll, we'll get to that pretty quickly. But just so everybody knows, right? So uh, obviously everybody went nuts about this injury. Uh, I watched the replay. I, I posted a, a tweet pretty pretty quickly within about fifteen minutes. You know, it took took me some time. I wasn't watching the game, uh, but. Um, one of the things I mentioned in the tweet was that it could be his labrum, it could be his acetabulum, and just so everybody knows, the acetabulum is the socket. What he did is he actually fractured the posterior rim of the socket, so the, the acetabulum, so we were right on there. I think the other questions is he, he was bleeding a little bit more than just a regular nosebleed from the face. As that helmet comes up, were there any small fractures in the face as well? Um, he did have surgery today. It apparently was successful. He should miss about six to eight months um, returning him in time for next football season uh, the interesting part is I, I, he I doubt he goes number one overall now uh, and the reason being is uh, there can still be uh necrosis to the head of the femur and what necrosis is is tissue death and that's kind of what ended Bo Jackson's career and the reason why it ended his career is because nobody believed him that that's what happened right so he kept telling everybody this is what's happening this is what happened everybody's like oh you're full of it uh the 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 saving grace for Tua is that he had surgery within the first few days uh, and things, but this is going to be touch and go all the way through his rehab. And we could see him return and not be very effective for one to two years. And maybe he winds up never really panning out in the NFL and it could stem from this, or he, he could be fine. I think that's something to be said. His rehab could also be going fine. And then all of a sudden one day it isn't. And that's because of, of this potential for necrosis. So the blood supply coming into the head of the femur comes through a ligament um, 
and things. And that can be compromised through this whole process. So hopefully because he had the surgery, uh, there's no issues moving forward uh, and things. But he, he may not be completely the same. So kind of stay tuned. But this could push him into the second, third round, which is, in his case, is the difference between a, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and if you're Jalen Hurts, you know you still made the best decision by going to Oklahoma, but, I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's jump into our next position, the uh, the running back position. Marlon Mack, who, who really, with luck being out this year for the Colts, has, has really had a major impact uh, on their success, but goes out with, uh, with what I believe was a hand injury, um, what, what's going on there? Yeah. So that's actually a hand fracture is, is what they're reporting. Uh, and I think imaging will determine, I don't think I know imaging will determine the severity of it, whether it becomes surgical or whether it doesn't, whether it's surgical or not, we're still looking somewhere in the four to six week time range. If you, if you do the math that puts them out to playoffs, um, and things, and that's just normal bone healing. If, if it's surgical, he may come back a little sooner, uh, because you're using that, that internal bracing, uh, and things, but it's still going to be closer to that four week mark, um, and things, but that takes you to playoffs, uh, in terms of looking for somebody on the waiver wire. Uh, and this is kind of an interesting one. Viable waiver wires are Jonathan Williams and Jordan Wilkins. The interesting part is, uh, Wilkins did miss week 11 with an ankle injury. So if you're looking to pick one of those two guys up, uh, yeah, got, and you're looking at picking up Wilkins, you got to make sure he's playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, uh, another running back of concern, James Connor. Um, we talked about him last week. He actually played a little bit in Thursday, Thursday night's game before, uh, before all hell broke loose there, but ended up leaving again. So what's going on there? Yeah, I think James Conner, he might wind up with the the the, uh, the injury report MVP of the year because he's, he's going to be in the most episodes. Um, but uh, he definitely re-injured and re-aggravated that AC uh, joint sprain he had in his shoulder. Uh, apparently, it did not get any worse is what they're reporting. Uh, I have him as questionable. I might even lean more towards doubtful. Uh, and, and the reason being is it's all based on his pain, right? If he didn't actually re injure it but or he re-aggravated it or, or he caused enough pain that he couldn't continue to play anymore that's a that's a sign that that he shouldn't have been playing in the first place um you know so even if he does play again uh, what, what I'll tell you is his production I don't think is going to be that great um, and, and it's kind of what we see when he comes back from either missing part of a game or from missing an entire game his production that first week back is generally never good okay and that's just based on a historical sense so uh, that's kind of what we got there kind of see what he's doing in terms of practice throughout the week but yet again he's not really being tackled to the ground or running people over in practice so he could be a full practice participant and still really not play in the game or he might not practice at all and play in the game so it's kind of a roll of the dice here yeah so you know and that's a really good point to to point out like he's not he's not going to go live in practice they're going to save all that so um 
gosh, you know, is it worth it really rolling rolling the dice on this one? Because, you know, like last Thursday, you have no idea what's going to happen. Um, let's jump to the wide receiver position. Um, like we mentioned, we had a have a lot of injuries there. Um, Auden Tate, who's really come on uh, for Cincinnati uh, as a rookie, uh, especially with A.J. Green out, goes out. Uh, what type of injury did he sustain, and what can we expect from this? Uh, well, I would say he, he sustained some sort of a neck injury and most likely, uh, what happened is he, he had some sort of issue with, with the spinal cord, whatever that was, you just don't board somebody because, um, there, there isn't signs, right? So he had to have some sort of numbness down both arms, right? If you have numbness down one arm, it's kind of not a big deal. If it's both arms, you, you have to be put on the board because there is some sort of cord injury and that could just be from cord compression or distraction. Uh, but everything is checked out with him so uh, the severity of the cord injury is is not very severe at all uh, it probably just was a stretching or compression of the cord uh, the, the question moving forward is uh, how are the neck spasms moving forward and is it something that he can play through if it is he'll play uh, this week if it isn't it's something that he won't play with the other interesting part is AJ Green was out last week uh, do they rush one of these guys back and I think that's the question right do they rush AJ Green back do they rush Auden Tate back based on who's closest to go uh all right our uh, our next injury um Debo Samuel was in for uh he plays for San Francisco was in for Emmanuel Sanders who was out um had a shoulder injury what uh what can we expect is this going to be major because he could be a key player for the 49ers um in the future is or the interesting part to to this is he left the game with a shoulder injury and he did not return. And he made this crazy acrobatic catch and he gets hurt. Okay, um, he is the main villain when Emmanuel Sanders goes down. So Emmanuel Sanders goes down, he, he comes in, um, and Emmanuel Sanders left the game with a re-aggravated rib injury, So which he was coming into the game with. So uh, I think one of them plays this weekend and it just depends on which one of them plays this weekend. So... Uh, one of them is going to play. Uh, I'm not sure which uh, as of yet, so it's kind of stay tuned uh, to this. Stay tuned to the Twitter throughout the week. All right, so let's let's go. Let's jump over to Philip Dorsett uh, with New England. He goes out with uh, with a head injury. Um, I don't think it's been called a concussion though, um, but you know he has been on the injury report before, so um, you know. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not called a concussion. You would like to think that it is a concussion. I think the reason they're not calling it a concussion is because they're trying to wait and play this out and see. Um, I think the most interesting part is Nikhil Harry uh, would be the viable backup here again, and his name has come up once or twice throughout the uh, throughout the season here as as viable backups uh and next man up and it kind of helps him to shine Nikhil Harry um you know just to show what he can do for New England so um 
Again, if it is a concussion, I don't like to see them uh, come back. And let's be honest, a guy takes a shot like that right to the face uh, and he misses with a head injury. Uh, he either fractured something or he has a concussion. And uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know which it is, but I'm going to say it's most likely a concussion. And they're just trying to not call it that because uh, I, I, I don't think they want to get locked into the protocol. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, all right, uh, final wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, leaves the game on Thursday with a head injury. Um, almost, I mean, I would call it a concussion, but again, what, what are you seeing there? Yeah, I actually think they did call this one a concussion, but he actually took two hits to the head at the, on the same play and reportedly also hurt his knee on the same play. I do not foresee him returning this week, even with the extra days uh, from pl- from them playing on Thursday night. The reason being is uh, he's not able to elevate his heart rate and work that knee out uh, at the rigor in which he needs to to get it ready to play because he's in the concussion protocol. So uh, I think the concussion protocol hampers the knee. Uh, and then the knee also kind of hampers the concussion protocol depending on the severity of the knee injury. So he has a knee and a head injury all from the same play. Um, you know, I don't foresee him playing this week, but you never know. He did have the extra days. I just don't think it's realistic. All right, well, that wraps up uh, any new or updated injuries uh, for the first segment. Let's jump into the second segment, the uh, the FII. Uh, as always, for everybody playing at home, uh, I'll give Dr. Fisher a, uh, a player with an injury. He's going to give us their FII. If it's above 80%, they're most likely playing. Uh, below 80%, uh, most likely not. Are you ready, Dr. Fisher? I am ready. Fire him at me. All right, here we go. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. I put him at 80%. I think he's just oh. good enough to return. Um, it's just a hip pointer right now. If they play him or not, I think that's more of a coaching decision and not an injury decision. All right. So if he doesn't play, what you're saying is that it, it may be, uh, uh, they're going to, it's a PR move that's hiding it under an injury. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, they're claiming that they're not going to do that, but I think that that's what that's what they're going to do. I mean, uh, Chase Daniels kept him in the thick of things uh, while Trubisky was out with that shoulder injury. Uh, those one to two weeks he missed, right? And then kind of now that Trubisky's back, he's kind of lost it for them. So no, absolutely. Um, Jameis Winston. I put him at eighty-five percent. I think he's I think he's going to be uh, back. I just don't think he's going to be as mobile. Got it. Uh, James Conner. I put him at 75%. I think he needs to wait. I, I, I think uh, I think they rushed him back, and I think they're going to pay for that. If he does play, I'm not surprised, um, you know, because they probably just did a Marcane injection uh, to get him to play, and I bet that's what they did the other night, and it's still shown through the Marcane. So, um, so yeah, so, so yeah, I put him at 75. I don't want him to play. Yeah, no, uh, he's been on the injury report too often this year, and that's not a good thing. Um, I, I hope I hope he's not on the injury report next week, at least with the new injury. Um, Auden Tate. I put him at 79. I, I have a string of 79s here, and I'll kind of explain them. But I put him at 79 because the, the question is, as of right now, he's cleared. 
and and he could play. The question becomes is, does he get a neck spasm in the next day or so that causes him to not be able to play? And that's something we I can't account for because I'm not seeing him. So he's a stay tuned throughout the week. Got it. Um, how about Debo Samuel? Yeah, let's lump Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders uh, together. Uh, and I put them both at 79 because like I said earlier, I, I think one of them plays. I don't think both of them play. And we're kind of going to know a little bit more based on how they practice. So this would be uh, this would be the second set of people that we would definitely 100% update on uh, on the Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, make sure to uh, to follow us uh, at Fishnet Group on Twitter. That's at Fishnet Group um, to get these weekly updates when uh, when it's the middle of the week and we're just trying to keep eyes on guys uh, as uh, as they're practicing or not practicing. So um, let's uh, Philip Dorsett. What are you thinking there? So Philip Dorsett, uh, I put him at 75%. Um, I think they have a viable backup. You know how I feel about concussions. I think they need to they need that uh, one to two weeks um, kind of just see how it goes. And let's just see what the, his backup can do. That That's kind of my advice. Yep. Uh, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. I put him at 70%. Uh, I don't think there's any way he plays this week. I mean, even with that time, I I could be wrong, and I've I've been wrong a couple times, but I, I just I just don't think it's realistic. No, uh, I agree. Not the way he exited the game on Thursday night. Uh, we didn't necessarily talk about him. This is kind of an old lingering injury, but uh, Chase Edmonds, can we can we finally expect him back? Well, he's on the bye, but I. Uh, but just when he so comes the viewers, back, obviously. when he comes back, uh, right now I have him at seventy-five percent. He's on the buy, uh, and this kind of buys him a little bit of time. Got it. Um, you know, they ended up winning without him, but Adam Thielen, Minnesota. Um, when can we expect to see him back? Yeah, not not this week because again, the, he's on the buy as well. But I put him at seventy-five percent. So coming out of the buy, I think that week we're going to bump both these guys up to eighty percent, and we're going to see him after the buy. Nice. All right. Well, hey, that wraps up the FII. Let's jump into segment uh, three, which is uh, the fan favorite: start him, sit him, or send him. I uh, I asked Doctor Fisher the. Uh, uh, a player, and he tells us to start him, send him, or send him for for fantasy or any other uh, any other um, interests we may have with uh, with these players. So, uh, ready to jump into Doctor Fisher? Yeah, let's dive right in. <laughs> All right, Mitch Trubisky. I have sit him. I mean, I don't know how many leagues he's in, uh, but if you have him, it's basically because there's no other quarterbacks because you're in a 16 team league, right? So in that case, you have to sit him. Uh, but if you're in some other league, I don't know why you haven't sent him yet. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll keep moving on. Jameis Winston. Yeah, Jameis Winston. I I think if he. If he plays and you're in a deeper league, you know, I, I think you have to potentially start him. Um, anybody else, I think you're sitting him. All right. Uh, James Conner. Sit. Yeah. Even though he may play, um, you know, as you mentioned, we may just end up seeing what happened last week again this week. Yeah, or his production just won't be that great. Yeah. Auden um, Tate. I think if he plays, you start him. If he doesn't, you got to sit him. So it's kind of uh, kind of just wait and see how how the week plays out there, and and check our Twitter. 
Yeah, check check Twitter uh, to see what's going on with Auden Tate. All right, uh, Debo Samuel. I have sit. I just and Emmanuel Sanders. I have both both of them as sit, and I think the reason being is you don't know which one's going to play. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing, um, I don't know that their production is going to be good enough to warrant them playing in most leagues or even a one day league. Nobody's looking at these guys. Yeah. Um. All right, let's uh, since we already did Emmanuel Sanders, let's go to Philip Dorsett. I am as sad. I you you know how I feel about concussions. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Sit. All right, and then uh, we got Chase Edmonds and Adam Thielen on buys this week, so they're obviously sit. But you know, just for those people trying oh, to get wow. out in front of it, when they come back, both those teams come back off the buys. Uh, what are your feelings on these guys? I would hope, one would hope that they're both ready to go coming out of the bye. Yep. And I think for Chase Edmonds, that was always the goal for him to come back after the bye. Uh, in terms of Adam Thielen, I think once he went out that second time, I believe this, this the bye was then the goal to come back after the bye. Yeah, so hopefully they're both back for uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So, all right, well, that wraps up Stardom, Cinema, or Send Um Last thing we have here is our, our Dr. Knows Best uh, segment. So, uh, as always, I just give Dr. Fisher's report card, but uh, I think you, you really hit it out of the park last week, as always. Uh, some of the takeaways I had, and I'll let you kind of comment on some of this stuff, was you said to sit James Conner, and, um, you know, I could probably get up on my high horse like I did uh, with uh, Adam Thielen in Minnesota and just say, you know, Pittsburgh, what are you doing? Here's Dr. Fisher giving you this insight, but, um, you know, they play him anyway and he ends up re-injuring. Uh, you had mentioned, uh, th- it was interesting last week when we were recording this, Monday Night Football didn't start yet, and we said, you know, hey, sick Kittle, sick Gold, both actually ended up not playing in that Monday Night game. Um, and, you know, the, the filling kicker for Robbie Gold, um, did a great job to push the game into overtime, but then ends up missing that missing that kick in overtime. So um, you called not playing either of them, um, which for most people it was already said anyway. But it was interesting that uh, that you know us talking about Robbie Gold and it comes back to kind of hurt San Francisco that he wasn't in there. Um, you know, Foles, uh, you said he was going to play, um, and he ends up putting up twenty two. Fantasy points, and then Brissett. You know, yeah, he. You said don't play him. Um, as you mentioned, if he didn't really have that that running touchdown late, he really didn't have much much production. So, um, any more any more insights to to your knowledge there from last week? No, I mean, I mean, not really. I mean, Kittle and Gold both again didn't play on Sunday, uh, which we kind of also talked about. Um, you, you know, last week we said if they played, they definitely weren't playing Sunday potentially, or you know, it gave them a chance. But um, but the other uh, one with Brissett, right? If he doesn't run for that touchdown, you take those yards off off the board. You take the touchdown off the board. He has like eleven points. So uh, and he only rushed twice. So he said he was going to be non-mobile. He had two rushes for twelve yards. So I, I mean, I think I think we're hitting it spot on here. Uh, Foles, he didn't look. His team score didn't look that great, but his 
stats on a fantasy perspective, 22 points. A lot of people will kill to get 20 to 25 points out of a quarterback in a deep league, you know, because um, the crazy part is that's more points than Brady had. Just saying. Yeah, no, and, uh, well, well, Brady's not happy with the offense, but he has to look at the man in the mirror, mirror right now, I think. I don't want to say he looks pedestrian, but he looks pedestrian in relation to what he's done uh, historically. So uh, that's a whole different conversation for a whole other day. But uh, as always, uh, you can uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on your uh, your favorite podcast platform, whether that be um, Google, Apple, um, or or any other podcast streaming platform. Um, but uh, you know. If, if you're listening to us uh, on a podcast, you can always be updated if you subscribe. Uh, in addition, you can follow us at uh, on Twitter, at Fishnet Group. That's at Fishnet Group. Uh, it's uh, spelled just the way it sounds um, for any weekly updates, uh, especially after the podcast posts and just uh, up to the date, uh, up to the day. Um uh, information as the as the week goes on. Uh, but as always, Dr. Fisher, really appreciate you joining us. And uh, it's, I think it's going to get interesting here as the uh, the the playoff uh, hunt starts to heat up. So I think there's going to be some major decisions by teams to to play some guys that have been injured historically. And it'll be interesting to get your perspective as we move forward. So yeah, sounds good. Look forward to it and look forward to next week. All right. Take care, guys.